0: Okay, so let's pick up. We're on page 634. Uh, Very quickly, we're speaking about the Pelegesh, this concubine who uh, went astray on some level. We don't know exactly to what extent, whether it was full-fledged adultery or it was more she did something wrong. One way or another, she runs off. She goes back to her father's house. Her husband, or I don't know what to call him exactly, partner, I guess, because it's not full-fledged marriage, he goes back after her and eventually he heads home, and when he does, he does not he doesn't have enough time to get back to where he lives, and so he stops in a place called Giva. He waits on the street, no one invites him in, until this old man invites him in and says, you should stay by me, and the man is very gracious. However, it seems like the rest of the city is not that gracious. So let's pick up on Pasach Chaf Bez, verse 22, page 634, um, and now it gets a little dicey. They are, so here we have the, the old, the elderly man, as well as the, the prominent levy. They are gladdening their hearts. In other words, they're eating, they're enjoying themselves. Presumably to other people as well. And so what we have is that the people of the city, people without a yoke. How do they translate that? Um... Lawless people, okay, people without a yoke. Nasabu Esabayas, they surround the house. Misdapkim they are pressuring and pushing on the door. The Yomru Alayish Hazaki Lamer, and they tell the elder of the household, saying, remove take out the man remove the man who came to your house and we will know him and again of course in the torah when we speak about knowing someone that means is that they want to be intimate with him they want to rape him um and that is what they are demanding and as we mentioned last week when we finished this this sounds awfully reminiscent of the story of Sodom. anyone look at the story of Sodom in the week Good for you. Um, no one else is nodding their head, so I'm gonna. I think it'll be worth reason refreshing your memory, but you'll have more to say. That's good. Um, let's we take.
1: Actually, listened to Ezra Vick's sheer Oh. Oh wow. On okay. Oh.
0: So, on on the rambum. Uh, on this Ramban. Ramban's on Ramban. this passage. Okay, Seven. okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, good, good, good. We'll talk about the Ramban a little bit. Um, so let's let's do that very quickly because you're really supposed to do it uh, before. But we're going to very briefly look, back, go back to page thirty-eight, um, chapter nineteen. We're going to read it very quickly um, and just read through the story, and then we'll read through the story and get a sense if we want to grab a Tanakh Is that or whatever. Uh, an
1: actual Indian? To read it quickly.
0: No, I just uh, we we're supposed to read it before, so that was my was homework. homework. That was our homework was? assignment. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I
1: didn't. I
0: missed that one. Yeah, I had... What, Is had it that? from last week? Yeah. I <laughs> anyway, it's all good. We forgive you. Okay, so let's, let's quickly, or somewhat quickly, go through the narrative one more time of what happened in Sodom, and we'll use that as a way of contrasting or comparing what we're reading over here. So, Paslik Aleph, uh, again, verse 1 on page 38 or 39. So we have the two angels. These are the angels who were just with Avraham, the Erev, in the evening, they come to yosheh b'shar Sodom lot is in the, by the gates of s'dom, veyar lot, veyakam leKrasam veyishtach l'payim Arza. he goes to greet them and he bows to the ground, okay, veyomer, and he says, hinenah Adonai, my master, suru na, al-beis avdachem, turn to the house of your servant, now the word suru is a funny term, normally you would say like, come. Surah means to like go turn, and our commentators understand from the term turn that he actually asked them to take some back roads. Why? Because in Sodom, um it is un- understood, um, and our, our, hist- our, our commentators explain, that it was illegal. To have guests right this was part of their law system and therefore he's saying suru don't come with me walk with me in the street because i'm going to get in trouble instead suru go turn the back way i'll give you instructions how to get to my house okay so suna velinu varachtu stay there wash your feet Vishkamtem, valachtem, get up in the morning and go on your way they say no we want to stay in the streets Lot is, uh, impresses upon, pushes them, and they, they agree, they turn to his house, and they ultimately come to his house, they eat a feast, bread or matzah, fine. Before they go to bed, the people of the city, they surround the house, kala so the people of Sodom surround the house, from the young to the old, the entire group, the entire nation, the entire city they call it to and they say, where are the people who came to you this night Elenu again that same term bring them out so we could know them okay goes to the door they close the door behind him. why do they close the door behind him because uh, they 're afraid they 're basically pushing against the house they 're going to storm the house so he leaves the house, but they immediately close the door behind him and he says my brothers don 't uh, don't uh, you know don't be don't be bad hine na lish banos i have two daughters ashaloya duish who never were there they never were intimate oziana as tenaleham i will take them out to you Vasulhem kato benigem and do whatever you want with them okay Rakla nashama el altas debara kian bobitzl krasi just don't do anything to these people cuz they came under my protection and of course um it's pretty bizarre and perverse type of thinking uh, to think that it's you know to offer his daughters Instead um, is obviously off the wall, um, and and you know it it it, it speaks to uh, just uh, some corrupt form of. of moral system on his part. but let's keep on reading uh the yomru or puzzle test or nine Gesh hala come forward vayomru akhad balag ruvish p'chvotza nara nara al mehem, they say you came here and you you want to be a judge over us you're trying to tell us what's right and what's wrong um you're worse than them for yevtru v'ich balozma od they come forward to break the door vayishlu khana shemesyadam v'yevuslod el eslod they the people inside, i.e. the angels, grab loads and they pull them inside. Vesta Dallas and again they close the door because they want to go ahead. Fine, um, and then we'll stop over there. Bottom line is that the, rest of the story is that everyone around this house goes blind and they're able to be saved. They flee. They flee the city and the city gets destroyed. I'm not aware I'm of that. Honey, so. Oh, an earlier da- Not these two daughters. Yeah, he had, he had other daughters. So yeah, the Madrash would say that one of his daughters um, was acting kind and was was killed for her kindness. Because again, it was against the rules in Sodom to be kind. Okay. So that's what happened there. Let's start reading the narrative. Let's go back to the narrative over here. Um, and let's see how it is similar or not similar to that, uh, to what we just read in Sodom, okay? So again, there are clearly similarities. The question is, can we draw any differences or is it really just one and the same, okay? Um, so let's go back. V- um, let's go back to that Pasuk Chafbez. They are gladdening their hearts. People who are lawless surround the city. Okay, so what difference do you already see? It's a few people. Right, Older another. Oh, right. In the in Tudom, it's the young to old, in the mean, entire city. I mean, how many
1: are we talking about?
0: We don't know. It could be a large group, but it the Torah in one place calls it the lawless people. Whereas, and actually, we don't we don't have an indication, especially if you're contrasting it with a, a text which is clearly meaning. Let, let's, let's appreciate. I think we, it's important to take a step back. Shmuel is the author of Shoftim. He knew the chumash quite well, right? There are clear parallels over here to the story in Sodom. So what we have to ask ourselves is, what's his agenda in writing it? Is his agenda to—so clearly, when you're reading this, anyone reading the story, the general knowledge of, of the stories of Chumash, immediately their head goes to, to Sodom, and I'm going to assume Shmuel was, was more than aware of that, right? So when he's writing this, what's his, what's his goal? Is his goal to—one um, approach, which maybe we'll start with, is to say that, yes, they sound similar, but— Shmuel, the author, knows you're going to be thinking about and reading the story of Lot and his guests side by side because they're so similar. And because of that, you'll realize quite quickly how different they are. And so if in story number one, the Torah says everyone, the entire city, the young and old, and over here it says Anshnev Lial doesn't mention an inclusive term. It's clearly implying that it's not everyone, however large this group is. Then already you see one distinction, uh, the fact that it is everyone versus a few people. Another piece to keep in mind is the term that we, what we give them, is anche v'nei lial. They are people who are lawless. That's a great translation. Not, uh, lawless. Whereas in Sodom, that term isn't used. Why isn't that term used?
1: Because it is the law.
0: Because it is the law. Exactly. And that is one, one approach in reading this passage, and that's probably the most classic approach, the Ramban's approach, the Malbim and others, is to assume one of the major differences is this. In Sodom, the law was that you cannot have guests. The law was that if you're kind and you're the madrashim like that, we kill you. Okay, why was that their philosophy? Last for another time, but that was something which was completely, completely against their way of living. Um, you know, the simple, simple way of understanding it was that they believed that it was a philosophy. It was something which they embraced as a philosophy. Um, you know, the idea that if I'm giving to someone, I'm actually taking away from someone, and therefore they put their foot down, saying, "We don't want to give. By giving, we we believe in fierce independence. And by giving a gift to someone, I'm actually taking away." So it's wrong, it's immoral to give to someone, right? There are modern American thinkers um, who argued similar things, um, popular uh, novelists, okay? But basically this idea of fierce independence, and if I give, I'm taking away, right? Shali, right? What's the philosophy the, the Pirkei where they say? Shali shali, shalcha. What is mine is mine, what is yours is yours. According to one version of the, of the Mishnah in Avos, that is the Midah of Sodom. It sounds pretty reasonable, right? What's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. You ever been to a player. Oh, yeah, well, you don't take my car and I won't take yours, right? Th- that makes a lot of sense, but no. But a person who fiercely believes that what's mine is mine and yours is yours, that actually is problematic because it's not. That's un- unhealthy and certainly an unkind philosophy, which is antithetical to our perspective of life. That, yes, it's true, we believe, we don't, we're not communists, we don't believe that we have shared property, but at the same time I believe that I'm supposed to be caring about you and a fierce drawing of the line of saying, this is mine and I cannot give to you, that's the dome's issue. Okay, but it, for them, it was law. For them, it was philosophy. Over here, it's lawless people, right? It's not institutionalized. It's basically spontaneous immorality, right? Whereas in Sodom, they're coming out because they're saying, you are breaking the law. Everyone's there, the old people, the young people, meaning not just the people filled with passion, but the old people, right? They're not getting riled up because they're just, you know, it's, it's not passion, it's principle, right? Saying I think this is wrong.
1: That you think that's the response. Hmm. It's an immoral response to like some like you know, some like kind of weird sense of
0: like property rights. I agree the response is certainly out of whack and, and over the top. I mean, it's also re- I mean, I don't have to justify them. There's a reason God destroys their city. You're right. It is a wrong response. But when you see the story side by side, you say one place, it's the young and the old, and it's everybody doing it. That's because that's their philosophy. It's institutionalized, and this is their legal and philosophical system. Whereas over here, it's Anshnei Lial. It's clearly not everyone. It's basically people who, for whatever reason, they decided that they wanted to... Be intimate with this man. They wanted to, to, to rape this man, but it's not part of their philosophy. It's not part of the legal system. And that probably is the most important distinction you can make, right? Meaning there's a big difference between someone who goes ahead and does something wrong, because if you do something wrong and you recognize it's wrong, you could change. If you believe what you're doing is right, you do the same action, it carries a far, you know, it's far worse because I'm believing, I'm arguing this is actually correct. Right, so we could immediately see, based on that alone, a difference as to why God responds so harshly to Sodom, and although they are punished severely, but you don't have the same divine punishment because it's a very different story. That would let's, be one approach. Yeah.
1: Let's play the devil's head. Okay.
0: You playing devil's head? Go
1: ahead. <laughs> um, we believe within Judaism that what we're given is given by God. Right. Now, without the rest of the Judaic structure that we believe in, which has to do with Treating our fellow man a certain way with generosity and other such things. Why were they so wrong? Because it's wrong. Because the rest of
0: it makes a difference.
1: But they didn't have that commentary. They didn't have
0: that piece, Correct. but Correct. Uh, absolutely. Um, of course they, they didn't have it. But clearly, but maybe the in a
1: sense it's a belief in God.
0: But maybe it's a... God gave this to me. Correct, and clearly, and clearly, God. I mean, and this goes to a question of um, Im, uh, of uh, ethic independence of of the Torah. But clearly, mm-hmm. God is saying that a philosophy of a person who is so fiercely anti kindness that is something which is so basic to humankind, and God expects a person to intuit that on his own. Clearly, I guess, right? I mean, it, your question well, is your answer. I'm going to
1: say, yeah, but it, that, that's sort of after the fact. He is expecting us to intuit
0: that. Right, right. So clearly, I mean, that I mean, God. Yeah. That's I mean, what happened. From the result,
1: <laughs> right. result we can... Right.
0: We can now say that...
1: But prior to that result, how do we have that
0: conclusion? Unless we, have- unless we say that God expected that of them. Right? Meaning Sodom wasn't necessarily a lesson. God said they really should have known that on their own. It would seem. Just like... Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess. Okay. One other, one other interesting distinction over here, a very subtle one. Um, in the Pasuk, it says when it speaks about them surrounding the house, if you're paying very close attention, in Sodom, Nasabu al Habayas. We're over here in a sabu et habayas. What's the difference? Es habayis or al habayas? Al means on or against, right? In other words, they surround, and you saw what was going on over there in Sodom. They were attacking the house, right? To the point that Lot has to be grabbed back in. They were attacking that house. We're over here in Asabu sabu et means they surrounded the house. In other words, in Sodom, and these are now more subtle differences, in Sodom, they're ready to attack. Lot and whomever would stand in their way. Whereas over here, all they were doing is making a ring around the house, making sure that the guest would not leave the house. But they weren't going to go as far as actually attacking the host. Okay? Subtle difference, but it's interesting. Again, if you're looking at the words very carefully, you've got to pick up on those tiny distinctions. Okay? Fine. Let's see what he does. Vayetzeh aleihem. Similar to Lot. What does he do? Ha'ish follow by v'yom r'aleihem. no Know my brothers. Al toreyu exact same words, he just says please, but basically same idea, means don't do bad. Because this man came to my house, again, almost identical to to Lot, don't do this. Uh, Nivala is like a disgusting thing. They probably have a better, what what are the the Disgusting thing. Yeah, don't do this disgusting thing. Now those words, is a new word. Those are not words that that were said by Lot, and why not? It's custom, right? In other words, in Lot's in country, in, in Sodom, it, it's not appropriate to call it disgusting because, no, this is the law. You come in, we sodomize you. You know, you, know, you give to a poor, we, we cover you in honey and we kill you. So that you can't call that a disgusting thing. It's part of their society. Over here, the old man could turn to these people and say, this is disgusting. And those words resonate. They just say, we don't care. But it's an appropriate term to be used. And again, when you're watching it side by side with Sodom, you appreciate the fact that over here, specifically, he's able to say Nivala, and that's recorded to demonstrate that those words actually would make sense to even these yokeless, lawless people. Right? Okay. But what does he do? He makes the same lot mistake. Hineviti it would seem. Hineviti habesula bisula ufi shehu. I have my daughter, who also is a virgin, and I have then this pilegesh. Otsia no-osam v'anu-osam. I will take them, send them out. You could violate them, and do what's good in your eyes. And to this man, don't do this terrible, disgusting. He the right to give this. It's a
1: good
0: question. How does he have the right? And I ask more. Fun, I think more fundamentally. But I think you're right. A very important question. What? What's he, do, do we have any rationalization for this man? What, let's let's start again. Forget rationalization. What's he thinking? What, what's he, like, what, what's what's the thought process? He's
1: trying to save his life. He's
0: Who? His the, life's not on the. Haish. Lo- Aish. He's trying to save Mr. Levy's life. Right. 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 Just a da- just a world. Okay, and but not his daughter and the P-lag-ish.
1: When do they feel less. You know, it would be harder for them to. The guy, it's the guy's daughter, and it's this married woman or semi-married woman, so. You know, listen. Take them. Maybe he thought they would be like, we can't take them. It's your kid. You're standing right here. But the other
0: stranger guy. sudden that will do different. It, so I want to say the Ramban actually makes 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 that argument. He, he argues that perhaps this is really just technique. In other words, again, these people are not as bad as they are. Maybe they have a line. And basically, again, he he um, he actually describes the, the term a little bit differently than the. There's one other term that changed over here, which I actually just realized that the Ramban doesn't doesn't mention, but. In by Lod, how does he refer to his daughters as Shaloh Yadu as each they never knew a man mm-hmm. a basula is is more of a term about the person it 's not what they did or didn 't do. A basula is a state of being right he refers it 's a virgin it doesn't, in Hebrew, sure, the term yeah. is it 's exactly it has a certain Pure con- uh, um, connotation than lo yada ish, right? Not having not known a man before, and the Ramban makes the argument again, not picking on that word, but I think that word now fits beautifully. Basically, saying that's exactly what he's doing. He's basically saying, here, look, I'll give you something else, which they certainly are not going to. They're going to say no to, and in doing so, that would perhaps save everybody. That would perhaps be the best. I think the best attempt to see it positively. Um, and ultimately what is, and, and again, if, cause what, what is he not doing? All well, that offers. What's he not, who else is in the, who else is there that he's not sending out? The husband. There's, but there's one other person. There's one other character. There's the NAR. Remember, he has the young man that he's with. If they're really after, right? So if they are after, if they, they want a male, then it actually was much more logical to send out a different male, but he never does that. And that's never part of the cards. So perhaps what he's initially trying to do is. he was
1: disgusted by that.
0: He was disgusted by that. But, correct. But if he's trying to save Mr. Man... I mean, what's his agenda here? If our agenda is... Right, but if he
1: feels that... But the, maybe he the, feels... That
0: the, 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 the act itself, no matter what with. Okay. Okay. So it could be that, that he's trying to protect men. And some commentators do say that it would be harder and perhaps uh, historic... Whatever. It, they, they argue that it would be more demeaning we you have to pick, which we don't have a right to pick. And this is not an... Again, we're not condoning... I'm not condoning uh, what he's doing. But some are arguing that, yes, maybe he's just trying to say that... Just, what he's saying is that um, he prefers, if someone's going to be violated, it would be less traumatic, he's arguing, to the woman than to the man. So see, we could debate that point. So it's the sin that, like, rape or, like, homosexuality?
1: Like, in their mind. Because they keep saying adultery. the comic theme is, like, don't sin. But it's don't adultery. Be, you know? He's giving the concubine. It's adultery. Adultery for whom? Well, well he's giving the concubine. Adultery well, is, like... Well, possibly. Again, you know, like
0: right so we'll come back to whether or not it's adultery in a second but so good question good question what what is the sin? the way he's describing it um is so let, let's let's go through the different different possibilities one approach is that clearly they're both a Nevala, they're both disgusting um ultimately someone's being violated but society um from a sociological perspective the old man is saying it is better i'm saving more face by protecting the men than the women that's that's approach number one, and a hard approach I think for us to relate to. Um, but that that would be so one approach Saving,
1: saving more wives.
0: Uh, face is not the right word. Basically, saying that it's more shameful. The 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 it would be more shameful for the man, and the Gemara does identify such a, such a logic um, in certain cases of captivity. It'd be more shameful for the man than the woman. To okay, and it's more sodomize, to be sodom, sodomized. correct, correct. Okay. And therefore, what he's saying is that if I have to do the the the, the best of the evils, so I prefer to send the women out than the men out.
1: So that's similar to this parish here where he says, holistically, what's worse? Okay. So, you know, homosexuality is type miso. Okay. And as bad as the alternative is, it's not – it's a lower level. Okay. So he was picking the –
0: the lesser of the, the two sins. Right. He's coming more from a from a shame perspective, but okay. Right. Halakhically how many used to account these terms over here. Right. Okay,
1: okay, okay. But maybe there's another issue of shame which is have, having to do with being a host to guests as opposed to yeah, like host Which is also good.
0: It's right. a fair point, right? She's secondary to him, frankly. I mean, I think we have, but, 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 right? Maybe that is the way he speaks, right? Um, he came He came to my house, right? He's clearly the man, and everyone else to him is secondary. So that could be what is interesting that doesn't. So again, um, I guess the more classical approaches would be either uh, this. Who does he quote? Who says that? He doesn't. Okay. Just oh, does Okay. So arguing he's coming from a purely halakhic perspective. Count the sins. And there'd be less sins by sending out the women. Certainly still both terrible. The Malvim's arguing it's a matter of shame, okay? And there'd be more shameful for the man to be sodomized than for the woman to be violated. And the last approach is what you were getting, which was the Ramban says, that really the, ta- the, the tactic over here was to get them to stop doing everything by offering something which he knew or thought they would completely reject. Just it didn't work exactly, didn't work exactly the way he planned. Okay? So the last approach... Puts him in a pretty good light. The other two approaches, um, I don't know, right? Do, do you have that? What, what do you do in such a situation? Um, it's a good question. There's also
1: uh, this, possibly this, uh, you know, nowadays there's like this stereotype, maybe it's true, of like mid-eastern hospitality that once you bring someone into your house, you are kind of responsible for that person. And, and he, may, he may be your arch enemy a day later, or a day before, but he's in your house. Right. He or she's in your house. You've got to protect that person.
0: Right, so so I guess the question, so Sam's bringing up, well, what about the plegesh? But unless you say that it, it was a male, again, he was the he was the guest, and she was at least in their light second second to him.
1: Sorry,
0: could be. i mean, We'll see. We'll see that type of terminology. It's it's will it's, uh, yeah. We'll see that type of terminology in just a moment. So let, let's go a little bit further. They didn't listen. So now the old man. So far, again, the old man whether we see him in a, in a you know, good light or you know, really had a good idea or um, you know, maybe had some plans, but ultimately didn't do anything. Now the man, the levy, right, the, the husband, goes and takes his Pelegesh, and he brings the Pelegesh outside, so he does it on his own. They don't listen. They keep on banging on the door. And so as an act of we'll call it self-defense, he goes ahead and he sacrifices his concubine and literally sacrifices as we'll see. The Yehdu they knew her. They, they, Wait, they, is this? This the ish is, is The ish is the, the lady. Lady, It's not the Balabayas. Because he was constantly referred to as the, the Balabayas or the Zaken. So the ish was the ish lady, um, <coughs> right? As B'Pilak show his Pilegash. I right, it, would be the most, right? So uh, it, with, it okay. could be stretched. But the simple read was that he takes his own Pilegash and sends her outside. And she goes outside again. And they um, violate her the whole night at a boker until the morning. And they send her as the morning is rising. That's weird. Cause they didn't ask for her. Correct. And they never
1: agreed. Correct. So, so
0: what does that tell you? So yeah, good. So. C- correct, which, which is the Ramban's exa- – the Ramban makes that exact point. He says clearly – again, it wasn't – this. He says, he says it further bolsters the point. It was never philosophical. It was never philosophical. It was just a matter of passion, and they just went after her. they So fine, you know, they said we want him, and then they saw her and said, okay, fine, we'll go for her. But it wasn't about, oh, you can't be a guest over here. It was just always a sin of passion. It was always just their desires their initial thoughts and lust were after the man. Why did you and wait they-
1: till he gets to the house? That's – what is Why does do they wait until so you get to the house? I mean, good, question. They said they
0: good question. Good question. Like, it's a good Mr. question. yeah, I, uh, right. It's a good question. So if, if you say it's a it's a, it's a it's a good society, right? Then then I guess you would argue, right? Right? Ari's pointing out that maybe you know it's during the still somewhat daytime, early evening. And to do it publicly, again, in a society where they are the lawless people, maybe they wouldn't be able to get away with it. Now it's later in the night, right? A few hours went by. Night time back then, you know, an hour into the night, is it's, it's like three in the morning here. You know, like no one's out at night. So maybe they have more of a chance to do that. That's, that's, that's fair. Um, okay. That's all your classic approach, suggesting that there is a major difference. The Barbanel says, no way. He says, you have it all wrong. He says, the comparisons are deliberate. He says, the comparison is deliberate not so you could contrast – but to rather to lump it together. He says they're absolutely one and the same. He says, why are we taking these mental gymnastics to try to say how they're so different by this letter and that letter and this terminology? The bottom line is, clearly, the author went ahead and wrote in a style that was ridiculously reminiscent of the story of Sodom. And he says, really, this is exactly the same type of people of Sodom. And their intent all along, maybe they were less organized, but their intent all along was to get rid of guests, The same way the people of Sodom did. Okay, Why they go after the pilegesh? again, it's less organized, it's less systemized. But ultimately, it's the same intent. And he says, don't tell me that they are not such important people. If you look back at the terminology, it says, (laughs) Look at the terminology in verse 22 in Pasuk v'li'al." It doesn't say just lawless people. It says, and the people of the city. That sounds like they are people of prominence. Right? Ansheir, meaning the people of the city, is typically a term that is a, a very lofty term, a very important term. And so he argues no, these are important people. They happen to be terrible people, but they are Ansheir, they are important people of the city. And the author writes this exactly as they do Sodom, because this is Sodom. He says the only difference, he argues, is that this is the beginning of a Sodom, whereas in Sodom, it's clear from the Torah that that was the cherry on top, there's the culmination. Of their terrible path, he says. If you want to draw any differences, the only difference is over here. This is the beginning. This is the leadership deciding to set down, that set the tone. We don't want to have guests, and it's important people doing so, but it's not systemized fully you, yet.
1: How do you do? How do you drive the whole nation over this band of people? I mean, you still this is small people from a small tribe. You know, like who's? Uh, we're not.
0: All, all, the only the question I mean, it's is. Not
1: that this isn't, these people don't represent the whole nation. that should be destroyed.
0: He's he's not the Nell's not explaining the the question on the question on the table is how do we judge these people and why is it and and, and how do we deal with its comparison to Saddam? so that that's the question I mean, we're not he's not suggesting that this is why this tribe gets wiped out which has just spoiled the whole story for everybody <laughs> I'm just kidding called but, but but it's not talking about why the tribe gets wiped out he's just describing there's clearly a comparison. How do we judge these people? Are they Sodom? Most of the commentators say they're not Sodom. They're not as bad. If they would have been as bad, God would destroy them. And that's where they all say all those small differences. They're deliberate. They really are two totally separate stories. One is the sin of intent and it's, a, it's a organ, thoughtful. thoughtful. It, it, it's, it's, it's thought out and it's systemized. Uh, it's systematic. Whereas, according to the Barbanelli, they saying, no, the comparison is deliberate and it is identical. They are the same people of Sodom, just that here, it's just starting as opposed to being a part of the system for all these years. Yeah,
1: you know, the earlier Public said that originally no one would take them in. Mm-hmm. So the story may have just been a few people in the house, but Excellent. the whole society was Excellent. abandoned.
0: Excellence. Very good. Right? Very good point. So, right, even if you want to say that it's only some people who are the benevolent isle, already there is some of that uh, societal. societal, right? They may not have gone to the same extreme yet at this point, but it's clearly not a very welcoming society. It also answers your question, why they waited till they went to the house, because until they go to the house, then there's nothing there's, – the level of punishment becomes more severe. Once someone welcomes them in, they have to make a, you know, a sacrifice out of it. They have to show that this is really bad, right? And so it's only when they come into the house that Barbanel would argue – doesn't say this, but I would assume he would argue – that it's only then that it gets triggered that they want to step in and really lay down the new – uh, law from their perspective. Okay? So, two totally separate, different ways of understanding it. Um, one saying it's exactly snow, one saying it's very different. Okay, let's see what happens. The woman comes uh, as the, towards the morning and she falls on the door of the man, Asher Adonai okay, in the house of the man, which her master here is referred to as a master. Um, Ador. Till now she's been referred to as more of like, a, it's her husband, and here, master, presumably because that's the way he just treated her. He treated her as property. Whereas um, earlier, it was a baal, it was a husband. Okay, and, and if the, the whole section was hard to read, it's just going to get a lot more difficult to read the next two psukim. Vayakum his Boker. Her master, again, gets up in the morning. Vayiftach dalso sabayis, and he opens the doors of the house. And he goes to go on his way. It's a, it's a jarring passage. To me, I find this Pasuk the hardest Pasuk to read right. out of everything. Yeah. He's going to chop her up in a minute. this Pasuk is the hardest I'm Pasuk, really pasuk like to read. He basically just walks on. And he sees, oh, she's on the floor. And her hand, I mean, it's written like in a very evocative way. And her hand is on the doorstep. Right? You have her sprawled out, right, on the doorstep in just laying there motionless and he is in the process of just putting on his clothing and just walking out the door. It's, it's a terribly jarring puzzle. Okay. Um, fine.
1: Was he such a bad guy before this?
0: We don't have any indication
1: unless unless it's the same guy as before that's what I'm that's asking.
0: right um, again no one agrees to me um, but, but uh-huh. he could right so if he is the same person then, then obviously we, we have a whole terrible picture over here but no this, right. is, this, is, this is it this is the first until this episode we don't have any indication that there's anything wrong with this person but um, or
1: maybe he's just this is his revenge to her you know she went out against him and then okay and you know, I was like oh here's a chance to get her back Throw to the wolves
0: and then like but then he's kind of psycho. I mean, he's a little crazy, right? I mean, he, he went, went took after this little he effort. He went, went after, after, I mean, after it, her. right. So, step yeah, one, I'd agree, and it's still political be... turns for that, <laughs> right? N- not to the extent, right? He spends weeks. He spends time. He travels far. I mean, he brings like, donkeys. It is, full with of his food. His
1: father-in-law it could throw him crazy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I- I- I meaning
0: mean, I, I agree with you initially, and some commentators make some similar. It's very hard to turn it. Meaning, if initially he never followed her, he
1: totally be irrational, like you
0: know. Okay, but. So it's irrational. So we're agreeing that it's, that it, that it, that it, that this is, this makes no sense. Okay. I mean, it's 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 very hard to. I mean, he was testing
1: her. Like, okay, did she like, did she complain? Did she when he threw her out? Did she protest? You just
0: just throw her out. <laughs> he threw her out to a ba- pack of wolves. That's what he did. So, that's not a test. That's say no.
1: That's, that's forsaking something. she like, okay, let's go? And then he's uh, ready Sam. to go the next day. I don't know.
0: That that's that's hard to say anything about him like checking stuff out? Nothing about Correct, like, right, it's, it's, correct. I mean the pasig is clearly meant to be jarring. And what say, correct. And he just walks as if nothing happened. It's it's hard. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's no good way of reading it. That's it. Okay? He says to her, get up, let's go. Again. You know, nothing. Okay? I, I, it, it's hard. Okay? And she doesn't answer. What does he do? Vikachela Khamar picks her up, puts her on the donkey, Ish, Ma'ish, Vayelachim Koma. And he starts going. You know, some of the commentators say that we don't know, as we'll see in a moment, by the time he gets home, at this she's, point, is she alive or dead? We don't know. We don't know. So some of the Das Tofrim suggests that she perhaps is alive, and it's just furthering, had he actually cared for her at this point, it could have been a very different story. But instead, he travels from Giva to Ephraim, and during this time, it's just furthering the point that he doesn't care. She doesn't care. Correct, but he just picks her up and puts her on the donkey. He left her there below? But he could have fed her. Could have gone to the hospital.
1: How are you? Yeah, we well, <laughs> just, <laughs> <know. laughs> just went to a city that they wanted to just rape him and like, oh yeah, here's someone that don't live here, take care of her.
0: Okay, could be he was just running. It could be he was just running, but... There are those, again, we don't have a clear picture in terms of when she died, and so there is the possibility that he is in some way, well, not in some way, but he is further responsible for not caring for her afterwards. Just, let's go. And just an answer picks her up and throws her on the donkey.
1: Sorry?
0: We our house. would be like, oh... We don't hear anything of him. Yeah, 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 you're right. He comes to his house. He takes a large knife. He takes a large knife. And what he does at this point is he cuts her up into 12 parts. Alive or dead? Presumably at this point. No one assumes that she kills her, that he kills yeah. her. We assume at this point that she's dead. And he sends her out, sends out these pieces throughout all the borders so of we, Israel.
1: So he decimated a body?
0: Correct. He did. He did. Um... Yeah. And everyone saw Ammar and they say We have never heard, never experienced anything along these lines from the time we became a nation, from the time we left Egypt until this day Put for yourself advice and speak about it We need to figure out what to do Now it's a little bit ambiguous in terms of what message they got in this package that he sent. The simple read is just sent a body part, um, and some suggest he did just do that and spread the story, just simply passing it on and adding to the effect. Others assume that he obviously sent some message. Safe to assume, as a commentators point out, Stofran points out, we could have safely assumed he skipped his own personal blame in the story of sending her out. We could assume that he omitted certain details no, that were so uncomfortable so for I'm him.
1: just believe this guy, just like, oh, just a body part. Let's believe this story that just happened.
0: What? we have no reason to again you have to keep in mind whoever this person is he's a prominent person right um, if we know that this comes from him and we have no reason to assume otherwise right meaning what what, what mechanisms do they have to fact check right and tr- it happens to me he's actually saying the truth but you know wh- why wouldn't they believe it what, what's... why would they
1: even be interested in like what you know,
0: there's a body part in my mailbox. Of course the pay do it. That's exactly meaning this is the shock effect, right? Meaning this is a very, you know, effective tool. Again, he's a very important person, presumably. Um, he's sending out body parts to people, to Shvatan. Let's say the simplest approach, he sends a little bit of a message over there. What reason would they have to assume otherwise? And they start to talk. He starts to talk.
1: He has no moral standing. He has, sorry? He has no moral standing to be outraged by what happened. And that's what he's doing. He's like... You know, look what happened to, to me. That's right.
0: Correct. Correct. So He's you angry. Know, he's not morally out. He's like, I'm coming for you. Like uh, it's like, you know, the mafia. Yeah. Send it out. Well, he's yeah. not sending it to Benjamin. You have to keep... Right? He's sending it to... Presumably sending it to everyone else. It's he's not... It's a threat. Not, it's a threat. It's not so much a threat in terms of... We, we, uh, he, he's not sending it... If he'd send the body parts to Benjamin, it'd be one thing. But he's not. He's sending it to the, all the shelton. He wants their help. He so, wants them to the do justice. something. But to your point... The person who looks worse in the story In my opinion, i don't know—far worse. I'm not going to decide who's a worse, bigger rush over here. But he ends like his moral standing is rock bottom, right? Meaning this is not complicit in her murder, complicit or murder, and 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 the the aftermath just further bolsters the the point. This person is a cold-hearted, just just not a good person, just a a bad person, right? So as evil. So again,
1: so wait, he wanted right. So like, so he wanted everyone to. He threw her out, and he wants everyone to say, oh, these people did it.
0: Exactly. The story is not—and that's exactly the point. The story is not—here's the the bottom line. Here's our conclusion. The story is not meant to make sense. It is not a good guy and a bad guy. It's a story of utter corruption and people throwing their wives to the wolves and then turning around and demanding justice from other people. It makes no sense. The whole thing is— a moral nightmare, or immoral night, whatever, Um, the whole story makes no sense from top to bottom. It's immorality through and through. The good guys are bad guys, and it's all wrong. That is exactly the point. It was in those days, there was no melech. The whole purpose, again, of the end of the story, what what the author is pointing us towards is that we are completely, completely morally bankrupt. The story before has them spiritually bankrupt in the sense that you have, presumably, a grandson of Moshe being a, a priest to a form of idolatry, and again, oh, had his own moral uh, issues of leaving his the person who was kind to him, etc., etc. But over here, this paints the picture of utter moral bankruptcy. And I think you know sometimes when we study, I recall when the way I study, we don't only really focus on the bad people of Giva, but the real irony of the story is that the people of Giva are bad, but the catalyst for this entire story, the good guy, the one who called them out on it, is, in many respects, even worse.
1: Another aspect though that really disturbs me is that he 's expecting a some in his own mind some sort of moral response from the people who receive these body parts, but if they're moral people, receiving a body part in itself is saying this guy cut her up into pieces isn't isn't there a problem with that okay uh,
0: yes uh, I, I, I you know in a theory in I don't even know how to say this. In theory, you know, if, if let's say he was completely, completely innocent, you know, we do have a notion, I, I'm, not condoning, I'm not condoning chopping a person ever, ever, obviously, but you know, we do have a notion, as much as we have a notion of, of, of respect to the dead, you know, there are scenarios where it is appropriate. It, would this, all things other than the story, in an in a other scenario where the only way to rally and to really fight back against those who are acting immoral, if that was really the entire story, would it be as bad? It would be questionable. I I wouldn't. I I wouldn't. That that part alone, on its own, I'm not sure if we would jump to the conclusion that this is terrible. It may have been in a world, you know, in a world without a unified force, the only way to rally everyone and do what maybe should have been the right thing to do. But in the context of everything else, I agree. Um, In the context of everything else, he's just a person who just doesn't care. And again, he is the good guy, but he's the bad guy.